Welcome back or welcome to another edition of The Sales Life. And The Sales Life is just not for those in the sales profession. It's for those who are building the life skills of sales because we're all selling our way to, through, or from something. Today's podcast is, I I bumped, dude, I scrapped everything that I had planned for this podcast to get to this one. I I just couldn't even delay it. It's, um, It's from a book I just read and it's, it's probably the first book this year I think I read Goggins last year, but anyway, um, aside from Goggins, it's the first one this year that um, I, I had to scrap everything and get this message out there. It's by Tillman Fertitta um, and Shut Up and Listen. And Tillman Fertitta is the owner of the uh, Gold Nugget Casino, Houston Rockets, over 600 restaurants, uh, a billionaire buyer, uh, the TV show, um, just just a um, self-made man, man. And he's not, he's not a... Um, he doesn't have an owner group, man. It's Tillman Fertitta by himself, man. He's 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 that big, um, and he's that much of a success. And um, he just he just wrote a book. So I had to scrap everything that I have planned. Screw it, man. I'll come back to that another time uh, because this message is so key, and it's about maintaining your hunger and never losing your hunger in good times and bad. I don't want to say much more to that. Uh, because I, I just I want you to listen to the podcast, get the book, man. If this if this episode um, resonates with you, um, it's it's one that is it's one that's going to be a reference guide for me because there's a lot of good little nuggets. It's not a very big book at all, and I think it's very necessary for you as you grow. So stay amazing, stay in the sales life. Remember, the greatest sale that you'll ever make is a sale you own you because you're more than enough. I'll see you in five days. Let's roll with today's podcast. Peace. There's a paddle coming for everybody's ass, and you never know when it's coming or where it's coming from. That's how Tillman Fertitta's book starts off. And Tillman Fertitta wrote a new book called Shut Up and Listen. And if you don't know Fertitta, well, he's the sole owner of the Houston Rockets. It ain't an owner group. He's the sole owner of the Houston Rockets, the Golden Nugget Casinos, and he owns over 600 restaurants like the Rainforest Cafe, Morton Steakhouse, Sawgrass, uh, Landry Seafood. Yeah. Yeah. That Tillman Fertitta. I think he's actually got a uh, book called uh, Billionaire uh, Buyer, too. I think it, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, show that comes on Billionaire Buyer. And he, and he writes, he said, never stop worrying about your business because there's a paddle coming for everybody's ass. So you got to put in your head right now, there's a paddle coming for your ass. And by paddle, I mean it's that force that's taking square aim at your business's success and growth. See, someone somewhere out there has got a better product. It's got more skills than you. Or there's a lawsuit looming, waiting for you. Or the economy may turn, new government regulations, uh, the bank denies you credit, your competitor... Uh, uh, may all of a sudden get some sort of competitive edge over you. Your computer may get hacked, terrorist attacks, and the best you can hope for when disruption occurs is the ability to act quickly and minimize the impact. But you got to open your eyes. You must open your eyes and start worrying. And he said, people ask me all the time, they, they say, what do, you, what do you fear about? And he said, I don't fear anything. He said, but I worry about everything. See, he's insatiable about worrying. He said, you got to open your eyes and you got to start worrying. You must anticipate, you must plan, and you must be proactive because the paddle's coming for your ass. The, the paddle is coming from those blind spots that we all have because we all have these blind spots because we're juggling 
so many different hats. We're wearing so many different hats, so many different skill sets that are needed to run a business successfully. So it's easy to get complacent. It's easy to just overlook the small things. It's easy to be overconfident. When you're overconfident and business is so good, man, you look at the little small things and you say, ah, what's the big deal? That's the paddle. See, it's ignoring the crucial details. And they look like minors at first, but they become majors. I tell my salespeople, man, keep the minors minor, they'll never become majors. So you got to check the minors too, man. And you you know what? I, there's a lot of people who listen to the sales life that own a business, but there's also you're a business owner and you're the CEO of you. And let me tell you something, dude, there's a paddle coming for your ass and that paddle finds your ass because you've lost your hunger. Mostly it finds you because you lost your hunger. And that's the title of my favorite chapter in the book, man. Chapter 12, don't ever lose your hunger. And hunger goes both ways, man. Hunger goes both ways. See, you, you, when times are going good, man, you can go grow overconfident and get complacent only to let your guard down, only to let your momentum slip. And then you're blind, ignorant to the things that change. And that's what happens. We, you, you think when times are good, you think it's going to continue on. No. When, when times are good, bad is on the way. When things are bad, good is on the way. See, things always change, man. One minute you're on top of the world, next minute the world is on top of you. And one, one minute you go from being the emperor and you quickly slide down into being a victim. Seconds later, 37 seconds later, man, you're a victim. In one fail swoop, emperor to victim. Fertitta said in the early days, man, uh, the, the Texas, uh, when he was just starting out, man, the Texas economy was booming. All that oil money, man, they were, they struck oil, literally. And banks were, uh, were, were just throwing money left and right. The streets were paved with gold. People were, were buying things, unnecessary things, overbuying things, getting bigger things, multiple things. And he said, what happens is, is you grow complacent. When things are good, you grow complacent. They didn't realize that one day may, maybe, and it did. The oil may dry up. And when the oil dried up, man, the banks folded. People lost everything they had because they put their expenses in front of their business. They thought it was going to go on forever. They thought it was going to go on forever. Can't be that way. Can't be that way. I say when, when, when things are good, be pessimistic. When things are bad, be optimistic. When things are good, be positive. Uh, be pessimistic. And when things are good, be pessimistic, man. Understand, yeah, be positive in the sense, but also be worry. Worry about, well, what do I have behind this? Because things are going good, but this, is, this isn't this is just going to go on forever. So don't, don't lose the fact, man. I, I get the fact that everybody you talk to, everybody you touch, everything you, you ask for, man, you seem to be getting right now. But guess what? There gonna be, there's a drought coming. So when things are good, be pessimistic. That means that you have that positive paranoia. And when things are bad, be optimistic. Understand that things will always change. So it's bad now. That's just the current situation. But good is on the way. You just got to keep keep grinding. Keep fighting. I don't care how good things are for you right now, dude. The paddle's looking for your ass. Oh, you got it good right now. But what you got to do is you got to zero it out in your mind, man. You got to zero out the day in your mind. And work as if you're broke. Fertitta said that, that he works with a poor mindset, and the, he developed the poor mindset. Decades ago, he had the chance to own the Houston Rockets, yet he couldn't come up with the cash. 
And he thought he lost his one and only chance to own a sports franchise. That was on his list, man, his bucket list. And he thought his, he lost his only chance. Nobody told him, hey, 15, 17 years later, man, you're going to be able to buy the Houston Rockets again. He thought his one and only chance. But what he did is he worked with a poor mindset saying this will never happen again. If whatever chance comes up again that I can own a sports franchise, I'm going to be in position. And he was in such a position that there was a buyer in front of him to buy the Houston Rockets, and he showed up boldly with $100 million in non-refundable cash. said, here's $100 million in non-refundable cash. Even if I don't get the team, you can keep the $100 million. Bro, you know how prepared you have to be for that? You know how many $11 shrimp platters you got to sell for that shit? To have $100 million liquid on top of being able to be uh, run all of your other businesses, have the cash flow for over 600 restaurants, run a damn casino, <laughs> and still show up with $100 million cash? It's that poor mindset. He works with that poor mindset every single day, man. He shows up every single day to earn your trident. And that's what you got to do, man. Because you're never just good. It's never just enough. See, that's what's wrong, man. You're looking at everything right now and you're saying, oh, man, it's good. I'm good, man. I don't need to make a whole lot of money. I don't, you know, I can make, I can make 60000 a year. But guess what? I have the weekends off. Weekends to do what? To sit on the front porch and drink a 12-pack of beer while watching football, while watch millionaires play in front of you? <sighs> Come on, man. You're not good. It's never enough. Because... The thing you're not factoring in, you're only looking at your today circumstance and you're missing, you're missing sight, man. You got a blind side. You got a blind side and you don't even see it, but you won't see it. You're blind side. That's why it's called blind. You don't see it. And one day, bro, it's going to show up in full vision. You could have a massive heart attack. You could get suddenly sick. The economy could crash, bro. You could get fired today. You got to bury a loved one. Anything, man, anything can happen. See, that's what you're working for. You're working for anything because anything is the paddle and everywhere is where it's coming for, uh, from and it's coming for your ass. I get it, bro. Oh, you're good, man. You're good. You got no debt. You got a fat ass bank account. Your 401k is, is uh, bubbling over. See, nothing in plain sight. But what is it you don't see? What is it you don't know? Work with overflow, man. You got to work with overflow, work to overflow, man, and overflow everything. So that way you have so much abundance that even if you happen to leave us right now, it spills over to your loved ones in your community. Many, uh, I don't know, a year, maybe two years ago, we talked about Trevor Noah's book, man. And Trevor Noah talks about this in his book, Paying the Tax. And Paying the Tax is is, is for, passed on from generation to generation to generation. And that tax is being oppressed. That tax is living in a shotgun house. That tax is living on assistance and welfare. That tax is just barely getting by. That, pa that tax is working with a victim mindset. That tax is just always being the unfortunate one. One, always being the sick one, always being the I died early one, pay the tax now, work with an abundance overflow mindset, so much so right now, pay the tax now, so your kids and your people and your community don't have to pay it later, because you paid it, because you never lost your hunger. 
Fertitta has a 95-5 rule. I love this rule. It's a 95-5 rule. And he said, he said people uh, people obsess over the 95%. And they say, as long as the 95% is good, man, they let the, they let the little 5%, ah, what's the big deal? They let that 5% just slide by. But Fertitta said the 5% is everything, man. The 5% is what will crush you. For Fertitta and his restaurants, man, that 5% is bringing a drink with no napkin. He goes livid with this. To see the ceiling fans on the, on the, on the ceiling, man, spinning at different speeds. One's on high, one's on low. Drives him bonkers. To see mismatched chairs in his dining room. To, to see a beautiful prepared dish, but it's served on the wrong plate. Or pointing to the bathroom or department instead of walking a guest over there. See, he said it's that 5%, man, that's left unchecked, that, that, that you leave unnoticed. That's your paddle. That's that paddle coming for your ass. It's coming for your ass, man. It's coming for your ass. That's why you got to be vigilant. Just as vigilant for the 5% as you are for the 95. Do be a beast for that 5%. You want to separate yourself from the herd? Be that 5%. Dude, when I read this book and, and read the 95-5 rule... I'm like, oh my God, look at all the 5%. I walked around yesterday, man. The 5% that was, there was coffee spilled on the floor. I've walked right by it. It was uh, uh, toilet paper or uh, on the, uh, toilet paper rolls on the, on the damn ground. In the bathroom, there was paper towels just thrown on the floor. It's that 5%, man. It's that the guests come in there and see that. That's what my dealership says. When people see that stuff, they're like, oh, they don't care. They don't care. And you know what? They may not, it may not even trigger something, but deep down in their psyche, it registers that if they won't pick up coffee, will they pick up service for me? See, it's that 95.5, man. That 5% is what dries your sales up. That 5% is what caused you to put the weight back on. That 5% is what eventually got you into crushing debt that you had to get, had declare bankruptcy. It's your blind, uh, blind side, man. It's your blind side, and that paddle found your ass. What have you stopped doing? What have you accepted? It's now become just a nuisance. Ah, I don't want to do it. It's just become a nuisance to you now, right? And when you don't do it, it doesn't seem like it has a consequence, but it does. It registers on that paddle. And that paddle, see, that paddle was going down the road for someone else's ass. But when you let the smalls slide by, the things that seemingly inconsequential things go, it registers on that paddle, and that paddle turns around and says, Oh, I'm coming for your ass instead. See, that 5% is that fabric of your success. It's the fabric of your success. And you know what? One thread doesn't make a sweater. But if you pull on that thread, it'll unravel enough to make that whole sweater look like shit. That's hunger, man. Hunger when you're doing well. But never lose your hunger when you're in the barrel either. When you have your low times, because if anything is possible, then anything is an option. If anything is possible, then anything's an option. So let me tell you something, dude, until they come padlock your front door, never stop looking for and working for options. Never, never until they come padlock your door. You still got options. You still got anything. Anything is still a possibility. Anything is on the table. So you keep working for it. You keep grinding on it. I get what your current situation looks like. I get the future fear cast looks like. Not forecast, what your fear cast looks like. I get what all that is. Keep going. Keep going. 
I still got options. I still got options. See, when you're in darkness, you can only see what's right there in front of you. And normally the only thing that's immediate right there in front of you, that's all you see in the dark. Put yourself in a dark room. The only thing you see is right there, what's right there in front of you. And what do you normally see when you're in your darkest places in life? That's despair. You got to understand, man, there's more in your room. There's more in your world, but you can't see it yet. So you got to work for the light. You got to fight for the light. You got to work for more perspective. You got to fight for your options. In bad times, you lose your hunger because you feel outmatched. You feel defeated. You feel less than. Bro, be the bull. Be the bull. Show up as an owner today. Because you own your life and you own your choices. (laughs) I don't know what else to say to that. You're an owner right now. What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm an owner. I own my choices and I own my life. If that's the only fucking thing you own, you own your choices and you own your life. You always have. Now take responsibility of it. And what you got to do is you got to use those big ass horns because you got to be the bull. You're going to use your horns and you're going to use those big ass balls and you're going to go run over some shit and you're going to gouge up some shit. Don't accept what it is. Hell no, don't accept what it is. What it is, what it is right now, that's, that's just your now. But you ain't got to stay that way. Stop playing so damn weak. Stop playing so damn weak. You got options. You got anything? Anything still? Can anything happen? Could anything miraculously happen? Yes. So work for it. Be insatiable. See, you may see the padlock and you may see the chains, but until they physically restrain you, you better fucking find a way. Because what you're facing right now, it ain't a problem. It's a challenge. Understand this. Anything you face in life, it ain't a problem. We got a problem. No, we don't. We have a challenge. It's just a new challenge. Something unforeseen comes up. If you work from that mindset of being hungry every single day, of maintaining your hunger, I don't care how good or how bad things are. If you maintain your hunger, when what looks like a problem comes up, because you're so hungry, because you're so fierce, because you're so bold, because you're the bull, because you got horns, because you got balls, ain't no fucking problem. It's a challenge. Now, do you accept? Stay in the sales life.